Second, movie review time. Now, this one did come out a little bit earlier, but only at the end of July. Uh, it's called The Rental, and interestingly, it's the, the directorial debut of Dave Franco, James Franco's brother. Now, James Franco, I think he's a very underrated guy. He got caught up in his um, film, what was it, The Disaster Artist, which I thought was magnificent. He got tarnished with the Me Too movement, I thought, very unfairly and very politically to stop him being nominated for an Oscar for acting, which he deserved for that film. And he's sort of been shoved to the margins since that moment, but he's got a very, very bad directorial legacy. His films are often awful, apart from that one. Uh, this is a debut by Dave Franco, and it's like he has set out to make a test film, um, like the most rote film you can make, which is four people going to stay in a cabin in the woods and making a horror film out of that because you've given yourself such a limited environment. Then you can do all of the things that a director needs to do. And he does them magnificently. So The Rental is about four friends vaguely middle class people two brothers uh dan stevens and jeremy allen white dan stevens is um he looks like he works for apple uh, he does like graphic design something like that he sits in front of a computer and his brother's a bit of a agro college frat boy dude that's trying to get his life back on track because his girlfriend Sheila Vand, who's the work buddy of the other guy, um, she's phenomenal and he's a dropkick, so he's trying to make his life better. And Dan Stevens' character is going out with uh, Alison Brie, he lives with her. So both couples go away for a weekend, staying in this incredibly beautiful place on a cliff, uh, this amazing rental house, and this film taps into the whole notion of Airbnb and going away with couples. Great idea. Really great idea, because it's kind of separate from the old-school Cabin in the Woods films. This is very much a modern-feeling film with its whole notion of looking at these places online. Oh, we want to stay there. Um, and right at the start, it's very instantly obvious that the guy working in the office has a massive connection a sexual connection with his workmate uh, played by Sheila Vand uh, who's dating his brother um, he thinks she's the greatest thing in the universe obviously and there's a big connection with them which they're both sort of ha 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 and laugh about and pretend isn't real when we all know it's real uh, they head off to this un unbelievable house on a cliff um, and straight away Something very modern comes to the fore, which is uh, Sheila Van's character is Muslim, has the surname uh, Mohammadi, I think. I don't get that wrong. It's very easy to look up, <laughs> except they don't list it. Well, I think her surname is Mohammadi, and she applies for the rental and doesn't get it, whereas he does. And this kicks off a conversations in the car about how the fact that she's got a Muslim surname and so on which puts a little bit of a seed of potential problems. When the guy shows up to show them the house and hand over the keys, he's a bit of an asshole, and that amplifies everything that's been building up, that he comes across as somebody that may well be a massive racist and really creepy, and he's set up to obviously be the villain 
Um, so the couples then have uh, a relaxing weekend in this stunning place where they uh, end up, three of them end up taking MDMA. Um, again, another modern aspect which is acknowledging that normal people end up taking drugs which would have been a big no-no without any negative ramifications another thing that wasn't even allowed i don't think much in cinema um and obviously the guy and the brother's girlfriend get it on when everyone else is asleep and you know this is going to happen uh and it's just obvious that they've taken these drugs and they end up in a hot tub together everything that you should not be doing they do so that is a problem the next day but nothing like what's coming and the setup for the film is they discover hidden cameras in the shower while the brother and his real girlfriend are out having a hike and they're too hungover to do anything they discover that there's cameras in the shower this sets up a wonderful paradigm for the movie because it's unbearable that they know that people are watching them even in the shower at the same time they feel like if they challenge the people that put the cameras there which they think is this old guy he is going to show the footage of them having sex in the shower he already knows which couple's which and they're caught and the whole movie progresses from this very simple setup very well presented from that setup which is what would you do if you were in an environment and your other half was there knowing nothing at all and you had one more day to go and you knew that if you breached this horrible thing that there are cameras and people are spying on you in the shower and everything like that, they could reveal that you've just had sex with your brother's partner whilst your girlfriend was asleep in bed. So that's a great setup for the movie. And... In the last third of the movie, they introduce the horror movie aspect of it, which takes it into a more slasher zone. Now, I think this guy shows enormous potential as a director. He does everything right that you should be able to do as a director and that none of these Cabin in the Woods films come close to doing. He sets up four very distinct characters, cleanly written and cleanly presented all of the actors are good in their roles and you know exactly who each character is and what they stand for and what they're about immediately then he sets up this film doesn't need to be a horror film it didn't need to go down the slasher route in the last third because that paradigm he set up where these couples obviously they were going to have an affair and when they do, they're suddenly put in this impossible position. That could have been the whole movie. They didn't need to have the slasher aspect. The psychological drama was really strong. Um, and it just goes mental in the last third by introducing a ser like the serial killer aspect. Um, and it was strong enough that it had enough weight to carry it because these people are walking around with this incredible guilt and this horrific scenario unfolding and it's also a very timely one because of the airbnb being a part of normal cultural conversation now and before we had um rentals well we had hotels we had um we had people that had to be in some capacity licensed to do this now we get people that can just rent out anywhere anytime and there's nothing governing them at all 
they could be massive perverts that are filming you in the shower. And I think that a lot of people that rent out Airbnbs think that this might be going on, and it probably is going on. So it plays on a lot of very timely contemporary fears very well. Um, I thought the film had already succeeded by the time it got to unleashing the horror aspect. Its shot framing is fantastic and its cinematography is superb. Uh, by Christian Sprenger, um, I thought that that was really, really good. Like It shot beautifully and the shot framing is excellent as well. The atmosphere and the mood is superb. It's very sparse in its build. It doesn't have superfluous moments. It builds up very, very nicely. And I think that he's done a fantastic job as a director to watch. I don't think he could have done any more with this premise. And when it does become the serial killer horror film, even though it detracts from the psychological drama, it doesn't do it too badly. It doesn't end up being this you know, truck crashing through the house. It, they kind of take the psychological drama that's already there and make that a reason why it's so difficult. It, they use it as an opportunity to make everything much worse. Um, it doesn't detract from... It detracts from them solely focusing on this couple reaching this... These couples reaching this horrific point of discovery. But it turns that instead into a much more heightened and dangerous scenario using those elements where two of the people are putting everyone in much worse scenarios just to avoid having to broach this subject about why everything's getting so bad, why they're reacting so badly, and why a really bad thing happens with the guy who has rented them the property. They can't go over that last hurdle. So I thought this was really, really good, underrated, 60-something percent on Metacritic, I think about 80 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's... um, even though Rotten Tomatoes, which people still think is an average score, has nothing to do with being an average score. It's just 80% of critics gave it above 5 out of 10. I would put it more in that ballpark because everything's done so well. And it's such a rote subject, the, the four people going to the cabin in the woods, that for me to be enthralled by a film like that, and it's uncomfortable. We handles atmosphere really well. I got really creeped out by the couples and their scenario that they were in before anything nasty happened. I didn't think that um, the serial killer aspect, when it happened, ruined the film, which it could have done. Um, I thought, it, was, um, I thought it, it managed to carry all the themes through to the end. And I thought that it was... Um, I think we had, you know, we had the sensory horror movies a while ago where you know, you're blind or you're deaf or you can't make a sound. Um, all of those films seem to come through in a wave. Uh, and this Airbnb thing could be a new horror. Um, I can't recall enough for Airbnb horror, so I think that he's he's elevated the cabin in the woods to high art. Um, I thought it was really good. Very limited, but brilliant with what he's done. So definitely keep an eye out for Dave Franco as a director, immediately showing that he's possibly more naturally gifted in that area than is James Franco, his brother. So I'm going to give um, The Rental. It's a very slight film, but it's so well made. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. Uh, one of the better films I've seen this year. 8 out of 10 for The Rental. This is Freddie Gibbs uh, from one of the best albums of the year, Alfredo, with The Alchemist. This is Scott-